Hello, welcome once again to another edition of Radio Elevate. My name's Cody Fair. I'm your host, and I'm so glad to have you today. Man, what a awesome week we've had at Cross Point Church right there in Jonesboro, Tennessee. Started off uh, Monday with the news that we might be getting blessed with a brand new building out there. Uh, a lot of stuff still in the details, but stay tuned for some of that information. Cross Point Church is growing, and a lot of that's thanks to you guys, the awesome youth there at Cross Point Church. And we're so excited about the opportunity that God may be providing us with a much larger building building. Uh, but today's edition of Radio Elevate isn't about a brand new building. It's about continuing our series on the Sermon on the Mount. And we're so glad to be able to do that here today. But this week, we're going to start off just like we do each and every week with some great worship. This week, we're going to start off with Lauren Daigle and Still Rolling Stones. Out of the shadows, bound for the gallows. A dead man walking to love came calling. Rise up, rise up, rise up, rise up. Six feet under.
up next, here's David Crowder with All My Hope Is In Jesus.
finishing off this week, here's Corey Asbury with The Father's House. Sometimes on this journey, I get lost in my mistakes. What looks to me like weakness is a canvas for your strength. And my story isn't over, my story's just begun. And failure won't define me. That's what my father does Yeah, fail you won't define me Cause that's what my father does Ooh, and lay your burdens down Ooh, here in the father's house Check your shame at the door Cause it ain't welcome
Hey, stick around, because right after this break, we're going to be back with our lesson for the week. We're going to be in Matthew, still studying the Sermon on the Mount, and we're going to talk and be talking about what loving your neighbor's all about. We're going to talk about good neighbors. We're going to talk about bad neighbors. We're going to talk about every kind of neighbor. Stick around. We'll be right back after this break. Hey, Radio Elevate. This is Matt, worship pastor here at Crosspoint Church. Man, what a great opportunity it is to spend time with you here on Radio Elevate. What a great platform and opportunity that you have to share with your friends and your family the good news of the gospel brought to you by Elevate Student Ministries. Cody and the team have done a fantastic job leading you in this ministry. We're excited about what they're going to be able to do through Radio Elevate. I hope you enjoy it. I know I'm looking forward to it. Join with me as we listen together this new lesson on Radio Elevate. You know, I know that we would like to think that we all sort of live in a Mr. Rogers type neighborhood where everyone really was kind of pleasant all the time. And it'd be awesome if there were still things in this world like neighborhood block parties and neighbors acted more like families than acquaintances. But truth is we don't always get along with our neighbors. Now I can think back to a time when I was just starting college and had moved off on my own and I had a group of neighbors across the street that, you know, for lack of a better term, they might have sort of been in my business all the time. I couldn't have a car pull into my driveway without a follow-up interrogation from my neighbors, and I couldn't help to think, what business was it of theirs who was at my house? After some time, I could feel myself starting to get a little angry with these neighbors. Uh, one small question would lead me just to being short with them because I'd grown a bit of a disdain for them. And I can't help to think back, though, and realize that I should have practiced a lot more mercy and forgiveness of them. Were they nosy? Yeah. However, I forgot a simple principle here. God loves their nosy rear end just as much as he loves me. And I'm not called to make them my enemy. I'm called to love them, forgive them in my heart, and be more like God in my dealings with them. No truth is, we're going to deal with neighbors each and every day. They not be a neighbor in our neighborhood, and they may be a neighbor just in our life, but people that we come into contact with each and every day are our neighbors. Today, we're going to be continuing our study on the Sermon of the Mount as we're in Matthew chapter 5, verse 43, and it says, You have heard that it was said, Love your neighbor and hate your enemy. Now, the hate your enemy part here really is not said. The hate your enemy part of this is really an assumption, and we all know what assuming does. The law that Jesus is referring to here is found in Leviticus chapter 19, verse 18, and it says, Do not seek revenge or bear a grudge against anyone among your people, but love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord. 
See, God isn't calling us to hate an enemy here. He's calling us to love our neighbors as we love ourselves. And there's several different kind of neighbors out there. First, you have your good neighbors. Now, this is an easy one here. Loving a good neighbor doesn't require much effort. They bring you food when you're hungry. They watch your home and maybe water your flowers when you're out of town. But they're always throwing their hand up when you see them on the street. And you get along with these neighbors. It's easy to love them. They don't really do anything to upset you or get you feeling those feelings of anger. Remember, though, being godlike is easy when circumstances are simple. And when we deal with bad neighbors, circumstances may not be that simple. See, bad neighbors live in our neighborhoods just as well. Bad neighbors are those nosy neighbors. They're the ones that you get this sense and this feeling of dread when you have to talk to them. And these are the ones that can be somewhat passive-aggressive sometimes with leading statements like, hey, is your lawnmower broken? Or, hey, I know a great pressure washer if you need one. And maybe their presence in the neighborhood goes uh, just beyond some smug comments maybe that, uh, here and there. Maybe they act in malicious ways. Maybe they have ungodly things going on in their home. Thing is, God calls us to love these neighbors just like he does our good neighbors. It becomes more challenging and it takes greater dedication to God to be more godlike when your circumstances become more difficult. And that's true, especially when it comes to dealing with bad neighbors. Now, we also have people in our neighborhoods that we don't even know. And maybe they're gone all the time. Maybe we just haven't found time to introduce ourselves to them or Maybe we just have our blinders on and we haven't made an effort to know them. Whatever it is, these neighbors are still our neighbors and God calls us to love these neighbors as well. He calls us to spread his love to the people we don't know as well. And we're going to talk just a little bit more about this right after the break. Stick around. We'll be right back. Hey, Radio Elevate. This is Matt worship pastor here at Cross Point Church. I hope you're enjoying this lesson. I want to give you an opportunity to give to Radio Elevate, a ministry of Elevate Student Ministries of Cross Point Church. You can text the word GIVE to 423-467-5311. That's 423-467-5311. And you can become a partner with Radio Elevate. Enjoy this lesson. And we're back. You know, loving our good neighbors and even our neighbors that we don't know sort of becomes pretty easy. And we've already established what a bad neighbor is, but how do we love a bad neighbor? Matthew chapter 5 verse 44 through 45 says, But I tell you, Love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be children of your Father in heaven. He causes a sun to rise and on the evil and the good and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. Now, first and foremost, and as simple as this is to say, 
Forgiveness is really the only godly way to deal with a bad neighbor. And remember, a bad neighbor doesn't necessarily have to live beside us. A neighbor could really be replaced with the word co-inhabitors of earth here. God does call us to be forgiving and merciful to those that have wronged us, though. Last week, we, dis we discussed what an eye for an eye actually means and the importance of forgiveness. Jesus is staying very consistent on his teaching of how to be more godlike here. Now, not forgiving puts us in the place of judgment, and judgment is not ours to carry out. It is, it's God's and God's only. <clears throat> In verse 45, Jesus teaches, He causes his sun to rise on the evil and the good and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. These verses can be looked at as both God's testing and God's judgment of us and our neighbors. Just like he does in our lives, it's God's job to judge the good neighbors and the bad neighbors. It's up to God to test the good neighbors, and it's up to God to test the bad neighbors. That job does not belong to us. Our job is to forgive. When Jesus speaks of the righteous and the unrighteous, it is the good and the bad neighbors, and the testing of the good and bad neighbors, and the judgment of the good and the bad neighbors that he's talking about. Verses 46 through 47 goes on to say, If you love those who love you, what reward will you get? Are not even the tax collectors doing that? And if you greet only your own people, what are you doing more than others? Do not even pagans do that? Again, when circumstances are simple, being a Christian and doing more godlike things is easy. But Jesus is calling us as believers out here when he says, if you love those who love you, what reward will you get? He's telling us here that it takes absolutely zero effort to love someone who already loves you and treats you well. See, there's no real reward for no effort. He even talks about the tax collectors who were the worst of the worst of their time and tells us that even a tax collector can love somebody that loves them. See, a person that God really has no respect for can manage to love somebody who already loves them. So he's calling us out of Christians to love somebody that doesn't love us as well. He also puts Christians on notice about speaking to those in their own circles. And in verse 47 it says, And if you greet only your own people, what are you doing more than others? Do not even pagans do that. He's telling us that even pagans, people who are idol worshipers, and do not put their faith in God, basically people who do not have salvation, even they're able to conversate with people outside of their circle of influence. We can't remain top-lipped about our love for God. We can't keep God a secret to our bad neighbors, and we can't keep them from the neighbors that we don't know. It's going to be easy to talk about God with our good neighbors. We already have a relationship with them. 
The real test is introducing God to our bad neighbors. God's teaching us here that it's pointless to save those that are already saved. When a bad neighbor does us wrong and sins against us, our sins against God, again, it's our job to forgive that sin. Our mercy on the front end could possibly lead them to God's mercy and God's salvation on the back end. The last major point that I want to make today is about, about being more godlike is this. God chose his enemies and bad neighbors to save. Mark chapter 2 verses 13 through 17 says, Once again, Jesus went out beside the lake. A large crowd came to him and he began to teach them. As he walked along, he saw, he saw Levi sitting on the tax collector's booth. Follow me, Jesus told him, and Levi got up and followed him. While Jesus was having dinner at Levi's house, many tax collectors and sinners were eating with him and his disciples, for there were many who followed him. When the teachers of the law, who were Pharisees, saw him eating with the sinners and the tax collectors, they asked his disciples, Why does he eat with tax collectors? On hearing this, Jesus said to them, It's not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners. You know, that makes so much sense. When you're sick, you don't go to the doctor because it's not needed. While Jesus was on earth, he chose to spend time with his bad neighbors. He chose time to spend with the tax collectors and alcoholics and all sorts of sinners because they needed the healing that only God could provide. And if you think about it, we were just like those tax collectors and those sinners before we welcomed God into our life. He met us where we were, and he saved us there. We aren't going to grow God's kingdom by only staying with our good neighbors. You know, do you have enemies and bad neighbors? Well, of course you do. We all do. But I want you to remember and go back to the very beginning of this series when we were talking about the Beatitudes. Uh, remember, the term Beatitude is translated to mean extreme blessing. And the last four of the Beatitudes can really help us understand how to deal with our bad neighbors by showing them mercy, by forgiving them of all the wrongs they've done to us, by, uh, by showing them purity, to keep our hearts pure, free of pure and anger, by being a peacemaker, to restore those relationships, and to forgive the persecution. Because again, we just have to forgive their previous deeds against us. That's all we're called to do. If you notice, all of those last four Beatitudes have an element of forgiveness to them. And Matthew chapter 5 verse 48 says, be perfect. Therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. Jesus is teaching us how to be perfect here. He's even demonstrating it right in front of our eyes because even though he's teaching us how to achieve perfection, we can't attain that perfection without him. Right after this sermon is preached, he's about to show us exactly what he means by offering forgiveness and doing for us what we could not do on our own. And he's forgiving us for being bad neighbors. 
I want to thank you so much for joining me here today on Radio Elevate. We're right in the middle of a great series called System Reset right there at the main campus at 1148 East Main Street in Jonesboro, Tennessee. We'd love to have you join us, come together, worship God with us, hang out with us at the Elevate Youth Ministry in person. Until next time, my name's Cody Fair. This is Radio Elevate. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you right back here next week.